Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of uh, The Guy's Corner. I am your host, Ty, and I'm joined by... Your boy, Damn That Phil. What's up? What's going on, everybody? So, so how was your week, man? Week was interesting. Um, had to deal with adult life. Mm. Um, car caught a flat. I was tight. Uh-huh. Um, I went to the spot. Like, yeah, they're not gonna cover that with the insurance. And I was like, the fuck are y'all covering? So, <laughs> what am I paying for? Yeah, exactly. What am I covering for? And then so I didn't I didn't waste no time. I just paid for it myself. I, I keep forgetting, I'm like, well, I could just tax you guys. Mm-hmm. I get back in taxes anyway, so it's all good. So I was like, alright, got the tire fixed. I had to get a brand new because apparently like the little I forgot what you call that little nozzle where you put that air tube in. Mm-hmm. That wasn't working too when mm-hmm. I was getting replaced. Plus it was in a, the tear was in a spot they can't repair. So I guess if you get a tear in the outside rim of the tire, mm-hmm. it's non-repairable. Yeah. So they had to replace you want the that. tread. Yeah. So as soon as they peeped that, they was like, yeah, the nozzle and that shit. Yeah, you get need to get a new tire. So I said, all right, yo, do what you gotta do. I got I gotta pay for it because I gotta be on the road. That's how I made some of my money. So I was like, so I did that. Um, worked. Met with my artist. He's going on tour officially the 25th of this month. So, and starts in New York. I'll definitely be there for the first day, but we got we have one more meeting to talk about if I'm going to be there for the rest of the year or mm. what's going on. But the conversations that we having about that already just got me kind of tight. But uh, it is what it is. It's business. So, if y'all not going to, you know, contribute to what I got to do to the videos and stuff... It's all good. Like I, I, I'm still working on that documentary, and I'll be working on that for like another year and a half mm. before we, you know, start cutting it up. So, at least, oh yeah, I also sent the trailer too out for that thing I was telling you about oh. for that next project. So I'm just waiting on approval and see if I gotta change some stuff on that. And yeah, that that contract that I want, mm-hmm. it's on the table. I didn't get it yet, but it's on the table. That's so, good. But other than that, it's just been a, you know, this week, Um, if I had to get, you know, give a revelation, mm-hmm. you know, a realization to, it would be to uh, perseverance and, and just getting past the obstacles. Because that's what it was this week. Trust me, there was a lot of shit going on this week. As mm-hmm. you can see, I, yo, I hit this nigga up yesterday on some wild shit. I panicked. And he talked to me so calmly, like... Yeah, the nigga he is. It was like I tend to just have like one emotion. So. Right. So he was like, "You be alright, bro." That's <laughs> it. I was like panicking. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck happened?" Uh, I'm not gonna talk about it all here, but I already told him. But um, yeah, it just been that type of week. Like life was fuck with me, and mm-hmm. it was finding new ways to stop me from growing. And usually when that happens. You about to elevate, so mm. life challenges you. That's the way I see it. Like life challenges you when you about to elevate. So I was like, all right, I can either sit here, bitch about it, cry about it, or I could do something about it, which I did. So it's all good on that, man. But what about you, man? Um, week was pretty simple. Um, it was a uh, we. I found a, a new spot to live. Um, oh shit! Out in Stoughton, yeah. Growing um, shit. What else? Work was simple. I think they want me to go back to school. 
the job for mm-hmm. that new position for that position. Yeah, but I thought you were in a master's program right oh, now. Oh yeah, but I'm like on a hiatus because they're doing like the online classes only type thing. And you ain't feeling that? Nah, I'm not. But I, I think I might actually have to just sign up for like a online class. I might just do one at a time so that it doesn't absorb like my life. Okay. Um. But yeah. Um. Job might want me to go back to school, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's free. But they told, but they told you, right? Or they were just nudging. You know how jobs it's, be it's nudging. Like, so the, I always have weekly meetups with my boss or my manager, mm-hmm. and um, he's always like, "So did you get signed up for classes yet?" And I'm like, "What the fuck? You keep checking in on this shit. Let it rest." But he's like very determined. And then I'm a contractor, which means you know I'm I'm signed under contract. Right. But I started with another contractor, and she ended up getting hired, and. Um, I do way more work than her, but um, uh, the only major difference is I think she actually has um, no she's 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 like all she's like enrolled actively taking classes so maybe okay. that's the difference between why they hired her and they didn't hire me, right. okay. but like either way I'm kind of just on the fence about getting hired by them. There are tons of benefits like unlimited sick days which is pretty cool. It's like a trust based system, um, you know. I have healthcare, but I could get way better healthcare um, if I was full time rather uh, if I was uh, full, like an actual employee rather than a contractor. Right. Um, maybe a pay raise, I think, which would be really cool because twenty five is nice, but I, I I definitely would wouldn't mind getting a pay raise to like thirty or. I mean, to live comfortably in Mass, yeah, you need to make about thirty two to forty five bucks an hour. Right. That's live comfortably. You talk about pay your bills and mm-hmm. still have a little change. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, yeah, life is just life is just life right now. So, uh, that's good. That's can't really good, complain. Man. I mean, yeah, just keep me posted on uh, if you're gonna really, you know, do the classes or whatever. But mm. I don't. I just personally don't think a job should be per- pushing like that mm-hmm. unless they're like, Doesn't yo, we cover. Yeah, we yeah, cover yeah. that shit or something like like you said, incentive or something it, like that. It's free anyway because my right. mom teaches at Northeastern University so right, it's like, so. you know. Yeah, yeah, but that's on yeah and they're not yeah. providing you some shit. Yeah, like, right. Why right. I use my resources because <laughs> you want me to do some shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's, that's good though but yeah, that's kind of weird to me. My A homegirl of mine is in like in a similar situation so it's like, and but they 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 they're not being direct like they are with you. They being like nudgy and oh, we suggest you go at the school and da da da. And she's like, the fuck you paying for that shit? Cause right. <laughs> so not to mention like the toll that it takes. Like school isn't easy. Well, school for me, school has been relatively easy. But um, it like easy in the sense of like I had time to deal with it, and right. I still had even though I was doing like school full time, still was like. I had tons of free time because it was like the work wasn't necessarily hard. Even when I was keeping like, like I maintained like a 3.0 from freshman year up to junior year. And then junior year, once I figured out, because I was on track to graduating early, but then they made me stay a whole nother year for like two prereqs. And I was like, I hate that shit. Yeah, I was like, and they were prereqs that I should have took while I was like a freshman, but I had switched my major and my advisor didn't catch it. And so it was like, I could have been, because I literally, I, I take like 18 to 24, which is the max uh, credit to right, semester. Okay. And I just wanted to, you know, I was like, fuck it. Because like I said, it's not, it's not hard. It's just like, I, I, I retain information pretty easily. 
Um, and it's just like, all my hard work was just like a slap in the face pretty much. And so I was like, well, fuck it. And I just let my grades drop. I like literally got D's across the board and still graduated with a 2.7. And I was just like... Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. 2.7, but... Yeah, yeah my household... The, I'm gonna be rushing. She would have... She's like, oh, that's that's cute. That's cute. You, you, you could do better, but that's that's cute. So my mom not subtle with that shit, but... Mm. Yeah, I understand, man. Yeah, that's... School... Like that that whole cliche thing of like school's not for everybody. That that's real that's real talk. School I just when I dropped out, I dropped out because a better opportunity came in the field that I wanted to be in. Right. Hence why I left. If that wasn't the case, yeah, I I would have stayed in school, graduated, probably took a minute to, to get to, you know, where I'm at currently right now and da 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 and still ended up right here at the end of the day. But I was just like, nah. Like when that opportunity came, like lightning, lightning don't strike twice like that. So I was like, right. took the first advantage I got. But <clears throat> hey, man, but uh, you got my full support on that, on whatever you do, regardless. But I just hope, you know, I, I hope that the job just chill out on that shit because ultimately you're the one that got to pay or deal with that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mentally, I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So yeah, school can be taxing. But. We'll get into that. What's new? Uh, yeah, what's new? Shit. So, a couple of things. We're not going to get into that first because <laughs> that's going to be a little taxing. But um, the I don't know if you heard about the controversy with, if you saw the original movie, um, He's All That, like starring Amanda Bynes um, and Channing Tatum. Like, it's like an early 2000 uh, I, it, it It sounds very familiar. Yeah, it's like, it's like really... Um, Oh, I guess they did a reboot with TikToker Addison Ray. Um, and they it's a spin-off, so it's like a reboot, spin-off, retelling of the story, but hmm. instead of with a a girl, it's with a guy that they're doing it. It's it's like love don't cost a thing for white folks. That's like the perfect way to <laughs> describe the movie. So I started watching it. I was like, uh. so far it's like a little. I'm trying not to do that because th- this is why they do do reboots. Mm-hmm. They do reboots so like the new generation fuck with you know mm. a retelling of a story, but also get curious and go watch the OG shit. But as an OG, watching the revamp of a shit, I'm kind of like holding it to the same standard a little bit to. To the original, I'm like, right, is this going to be just as captivating as the original one so far? I'm trying not to do that, but I, I can't help it. It's, it's really not. But um, but they definitely put, like, Netflix is slowly catching up, but they're starting to put, like, a lot more classics on there that mm. people fuck with. Like, the house parties are on there now. Those are my shits back Lit. in the day. Yeah, all three, the first three uh, original house parties are on there. Um, love don't cost the things on them. They put a lot, a lot more black original, you know, content that was, you know, back in the day, early nineties, you know, early two thousand. So that nostalgia fa- vibes. For the sure. heyday of yep. of, uh, of black culture. Exactly the heyday. There you go. That's the perfect uh, word. Um, season two of C does not disappoint. Starring Jason Momoa and and Dave Bautista. So. Mm. That shit's fire on Apple TV Plus, man. That shit, gang, gang. 
Oh man. Um I didn't finish episode two yet. I keep forgetting like um Apple T V plus they do slow drops. So they'll drop one episode a week until the, the season. Mm. I was used to watching C the first season and I binge watched it, but mm-hmm. that was because I caught on to it super late. Uh-huh. So that the season already done and wrapped up. I was like, Cool. It is what it is, and I'm like binge watch. So I thought I was gonna get that same treatment, and nah, it <laughs> didn't get that. So I gotta do it with the slow drop. So anybody watching anything on Apple TV Plus, TV wise, just know you're gonna deal with a slow drop. So don't. So just let it go away for a couple of episodes, and then um, I, I wrapped up on the. I really, really insist people watch um that show on HBO Max called The Sweet Life, Los Angeles, Issa Rae. It's like one of her first shows under her her new network, Hooray. So, her network is Hooray. Yeah, Hooray. H O O R A E. That's how she spells it, but that's how you pronounce it. Hooray. I mean, no, I get it. It's it's a play on the word Hooray. Yeah. But Hooray, okay. It's something her grandmother, or she said a story on her YouTube channel about where that comes from and stuff like that. Um, mm. Somebody in her family said it and it just stuck with her, so that's what she doing. Uh, her own, yeah, it's sort of her own network um, company, which is doing really well. It manage, She has a music branch. She has a TV branch, which, by the way, that show is part of. That's like the first lineup of shows. Because <clears throat> she has like, I think, six more projects coming out with HBO Max. And that was just like the first one, and that's a really good show so far. Yeah. Um, the season just wrapped up with um, Sweet Life. Watch it. It's a black cast. It's not the ghetto, loving hip-hop shit. Yes, there's a little drama, but nobody physically puts right. hands on each other. They just have their arguments, and then here and there, and then they go about their business. Um, funny thing is, too, like the arguments that they bring, um, they argue about, it's like shit out we would probably bring up to either ourselves in the, on the podcast or like our guests, female guests, mm. and bring up those scenarios because that shit's like really interesting. But it's also, you know, shows black people in the positive light. They're all entrepreneurs. They all own some type of business, hustle, or whatever like that. Some of them are upcoming, you know, entrepreneurs and stuff like that. So it's dope to just see... Black folks in a positive light like that, that's not like ghetto and... Yeah, I was going to say, I've noticed that like in the... There's like an increase in modern day just black people and they're just regular ass people. There's no slang in their talk. There's Mm no... uh, They're just regular ass black people. That's it. Which is cool. Um, Because even like you could look at like... Like, you know, we I know we harken back to the 90s era... And it's like, but even then, like watching Martin, you know, there was tons of slang, there was tons of talk, there was a certain dialect, Fresh Prince, no exception, even though they were, they were up there, even though there was the upper class, but you still had Will, who was like the star of the show that was like a street kid, blah, blah, blah. And it still gave you that, that cool slang, hip hop type of like, this is how black people are. Yeah, in a positive light, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not, not just It's like, not, no, 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 not saying like they were drug dealers, but no, it was yeah, just, but know, there was like, definitely like a, like a whole picture that was being painted right. so to speak which, which is dope um you know even with the jamie fox show you know there was there was slang uh heavy emphasis on like you know black stereotypes you know um loving of chicken hot sauce on everything you know just the classic the 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 the, the stuff that you expect you know right. but i'm noticing that you know those those i'm like like not really sitting down and watching but i'm getting glimpses because i don't really watch tv like that but i'm getting glimpses of like these shows that have black people as like a prominent cast mm-hmm. and it's just like like um what was it like blackish 
you know, watching that. There's not a lot of niggery. It's like a, that was like a spoof show, and I was excited for season two, but they canceled because Kenya didn't want to, one, Kenya didn't want to act anymore. Mm. He He's like, dude, I acted on the first season. He said, that's just a lot of work. And then I produce it, create it, mm-hmm. write for it. He said, yeah, that's a lot where I would, I'd rather just stay behind the scenes. And on top of that, like Netflix was trying to lowball him because mm. the show did so well. And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll give you a lower budget for the film. Wait, wait, we did great, and you're trying to give us a lower budget for the film. Right. Yeah, so we're, yeah, we're not doing that. So I hope it I hope it finds a new home somewhere else right. and, and just do some shit because I think Spoof still got, they still got lane. It's just how you're going to do it. And I feel like um, with Blackish, which, by the way, got, Mixed reviews because people are like, "Oh, it wasn't black enough." Or yeah, I'm see like, that, that like that's that's weird. <laughs> like I hate I hate that idea of of something like not being black enough because it's like, I don't know. I just have a certain set term. So like when I see ghetto shit, I think nigga. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm not necessarily like ghetto in the sense of like you know poor low income it's just more in the sense of i guess what i see ratchet tacky and yeah and like stereoty- ratchetness stereotypical yeah, shit, stereotypical yeah. tacky uh just knowing that you're being ignorant and not giving a fuck i call that just being a nigga yeah facts and um, that show wasn't like that at all no um, but um yeah it doesn't it doesn't have a season 2 but they did announce I hate when they announce great shows, but it's not coming in in the same month you're currently in. They're like, yeah, this show's coming, but it's coming like all the way in fucking December. I'm like, I'm kind of in for it now. But um, season three of You finally got announced with a trailer. Um, it's coming out in October, October 15th. So if anybody didn't see, you know, that, that show is like, what makes that show so interesting to me is like white privilege at its fucking highest. Mm-hmm. And the show, like, obviously the creators know it's playing on that. It's this dude that's going around killing people over some, some shorty he's obsessed with. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, yo, this nigga gets away with it every single time. I'm like, dog, what the hell? But it's like, you just can't look away. You, you just see the stupidity, but you just can't look away. It's really like that type of entertaining TV, so... Recommend that as well. This is, yeah, it's like a small obsession with like horror horror movies. Yeah, know? pretty um, much. Situations are probably highly improbable, but you still you know, you're no, still, no, no. These situations on that show mm-hmm. can happen, like realistically. But the, realistically, he wouldn't be getting away with it left and right like that. The way he was doing some shit, some of it, yeah, but obviously most of it is definitely white privilege. But yeah, I, I get where you're coming from with that for sure, for sure. I'm like, uh. How they are with that. But that new music, though. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple of people dropped. That's true. A couple uh, of people dropped. Donda dropped. Donda dropped. And then Certified Lover Boy dropped. Certified Lover Boy dropped. Mm. Jeez. Where do we begin? First off, before we even get into the. Kanye, Drake, debacle. Mm. How do you rate an album? What makes a great album for you? Let's start with A that. great album can't have no more than two skips. 
skips. Two skips. Uh, or we could say three skips. Uh, three skips is also is being generous, but a great album should, like, the, the music itself should encompass, you know, a very hyped up beginning. Um, I know we said we're not going to get into it, but just real quick, uh, you know, when I listen to uh, Nothing Was the Same, Tuscan Leather is an amazing intro. Facts. Love that shit. Um, Legend. Great intro. What else? What what else do we have? Uh, Dark Lane demo tapes. Without really an album. Nah, yeah, it was like a mix. I guess, and it was a weak ass one too. I didn't really like. Yeah, it was it was like a it was like a, a little like a care package because he mm-hmm. he also dropped care package um, with, with the revamp of all his like original shit. That he a lot of songs that he wasn't able to release at mm-hmm. the time because he didn't have rights. Um, right. But uh, views. What what was the what was the starting song for views? Views wasn't it for me, man. Home Homegirl brought that up to me yesterday. I was mm-hmm. like, this wasn't it. Like, keep family close? Eh. Kind of, eh. Views was a very forgettable album for me. Survival on Scorpio was pretty good. Um, yeah. Free um, Smoke, hella hype. Yep. Really good intro. Um, let's take care. Over My Dead Body is not a bad song to start an intro to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, and so not, like you said, looking at views, the intro wasn't good. So if the intro is not good, I'm looking at certified lover boy, like, mm. Champagne poetry was by far, I thought it was fire, Mm. but I'm listening for something else, you know, from what you're probably looking out for. Okay. So, so, all right, let's start, let's start there with, um, champagne poetry. This is a safe space, right? No, of course. Okay, cool. Just I mean, oh, yeah. it was like <laughs> um, champagne poetry. What what was the no no for you on that one? Um, oh, and by the way, before he starts, we yeah, had we'll mostly talk about Drake because we were more lo- mostly. Looking I didn't at, listen to Donda. Yeah, I listened to Donda and it just didn't spark for me. But that's beyond the point. I I fuck with Connie for everything else he does, but music currently right now. But I was looking out for Drake. Because I always fuck with Drake when it comes to music. But continue. Just to put that out there. It just, like, champagne poetry definitely didn't, like, speak to me at all. There's nothing that was, like, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, I've seen you do so much better. On your, I've seen you do so much better on your um, albums. I've seen you do like really good numbers. I've seen like like not not numbers. It's like you said it once that you haven't even like we haven't even heard some of your most incredible verses. Mm-hmm. Like you're keeping shit in the vault, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're telling me that you're working on Certified Lover Boy and that this is going to be a really good album. I'm expecting to hear those lines that I've never heard before. You know what I mean? And especially seeing how you come hard on your intros, eight times out of ten, I was about to say nine, right. eight times out of ten, I'm expecting this intro to just be like groundbreaking. And you thought that just rapping low over it and trying to give us that the industry sucks type feel was going to be enough. You all right? So at least you listen to the lyrics because people just be like, oh, the beat. You know they're expecting like a, you know, fire beat like um like Meat Mills, mm. you know, Dreams and Nightmares and shit like that. So, um, 
I thought it was I thought I just thought it was I thought it was fire. That's probably a strong word to use for it. But um I don't want to give it okay because I heard the bars. I mm. heard I really when I when I when I listened to this album, I really heard the lyrics. I really wanted to get into his mindset of how he went about it because I'm like it's it fits the title like of why he calls it that, what's he doing, what's he's currently, you know, what he's dealing with in his life. This is you got to understand Drake does play that Oh, I'm, you know, he he probably did grow up from the hood, but not, he didn't grow up struggling. Let's just say that. He didn't grow up struggling, but he gives us that, like, vibe, you know, sometimes in his music. But his struggles are different. Everybody's struggles are different from each other. So his struggles is dealing with trust issues and stuff like that. This nigga makes mad money. I mean, another big part of his struggle was growing up with his grandmother, Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't live... It wasn't like his mom lived on her own. The, him and his mom both lived with his grandmother because they didn't have a lot of money. Right. So. And stuff like that. And Pops was absent, drunk, all that shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, well, I don't know. Because Dennis Graham kept said to him, Hey, why are you telling people that I was a bad father when I was there for you? And that's it's just, just like, truth. And it's... And There's it's, different versions of it. Well, yeah, because that's what... It, well, it just makes me want to hear what Dennis Graham has to say, because it's like, all right, well, I've been hearing his side of the story for the past 10 years. He's been in the game for over a decade, so I'm like, what's Dennis Graham got to say? I'm very... He said it in interviews on how he was, and he agreed at some point, especially by the time uh, Nothing Was The Same came out. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, yeah, I was, you know, in the drugs, drinking. I wasn't there all the time, but damn, like, give me some credit. That's what he was looking for, and the reality was, mm-hmm. like, in the kid's eyes, like, it's right. totally different from the parents' eyes. Perception. So if this is, if this is what he experienced or he feel like he went through, that's his business. That's his truth. You can't, you know, knock you him from yeah, doing it. You that. can't, you can't, you yeah. can't. What, how, especially once the kid's grown, like, that's just what they perceive the world as. Right. Saying what you felt and what they felt doesn't change anything. It's going to be... That that whatever effect it had, whether it was damage or just a, a change, did that. Exactly. So, you yeah. know. Um, champagne poetry for me was definitely like, I was like, yeah, that's staying in my playlist. That has longevity. Because I look for longevity um, and, I, and I look for what song is going to stay in my playlist past a year. This is the champagne poetry is going to stay in your po- uh, playlist past the year. Yeah, it's going to stay in my playlist past the year, for sure. On my personal playlist. I'm not talking about, obviously, I have a separate playlist what, for when people are around me. What about me this and I'm, song? I'm listening to it currently yeah. for the people that are wondering why I'm talking in the tenses. What, what about this song is like breakout for you? It's not about breakout for me, it's just what I vibe with. So it's, it's the like song, a... the album. The reason I I fuck with the album sonically, mm-hmm. and I fuck with the album just past the 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 time it's supposed to probably have uh-huh. longevity wise, yeah. is because it's the it's the level of frequency that I fuck with. It's the level of frequency. Know it's the type of music I like. Bryson Tiller, Drake, uh-huh. um, uh, Tory Lanez. Like they their their frequency of music, especially when they put in some real R and B shit. Are kind of like on the same level, like as far as the temples go on some of the tracks and stuff like that. Like they all are diversified, you know, artists except for Bryson because Bryson just stays in R&B. But you know, that just to give you examples of some of the tracks, like Toy Lane's Playboy, 
I fucks with it. Why? The frequency is on the same tip as it is on you know on the certified lover boy. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's just that Drake is rapping, rapping and singing on this one versus Tory Lanez doing a lot more singing. Yeah, on, on, on Playboy, no singing on on uh, Champagne uh, poetry. I'm talking about the album overall. Oh, okay. I'm not talking right. about yeah. You know, I'm I'm stepping away from that first song and then just getting to the whole album as a whole on what made it great for me. Okay. Uh, on that type of level, but you know, but let's talk. You know, let's talk about some positives for you for the album. What was your top three tracks that you definitely be fucking with? I have five tracks in total okay, that five. I fuck with. Um, I will say first and foremost, Drake has done an amazing job rapping. His rapping ability is by far tops. I think he needs to stick to more rapping and stop trying to branch out of the box, especially when you're. It's like. You're, the thing that really captivated you or made people gravitate towards you were that you were a sing rapper. You sung and you rapped. Cool. Do them both, but stay within like a certain genre because they, they don't always mix. I don't want to put him in a box, but it's like there's a right way to reach out. Like I see what like no disrespect. Like I love it. Um, I love the idea of not being put in a box. That's like one of my biggest problems with wanting to be successful. So many projects that I want to do, and it's always like, there's always this thought in the back of my mind, like, but this is not what I want to be known for, you know? And so it's like, there's there's this, so there's this idea that I, I do love the idea of branching out. It's just the people that you branch out with, I don't think you did a good job. Your features kind of sucked on this album. You said your his, his features, features kind of sucked on this album. His features, including the nigga you fuck with, uh, what's his name, Gavion or Gavion, wasn't great. Chicago freestyle was better than uh, the song that him and Gavion did. Um, and and that's not and you know just and just because I fuck with somebody doesn't mean that I like you know I'm gonna like every body of music that they do. I hate Peaches with George uh, Peaches with Justin Bieber, oh, I that Daniel was Caesar, trash. and and Giveon. And just, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's like that's a bad collaboration. I've heard Drake and Future do great songs together. Future's a hit and miss for me for the record. That's but but you, but you can't tell me that uh, what, what's it what's it what's way the, too sexy was trash. Yeah, but, but you can't tell me that uh, Jumpman's not hot. You can't tell me that what is it working on the weekend like usual? I forget what it, what the name of the song is called. You can't tell me that that's not up there. Uh, pop style? What is it? is it? Pop style? The one where he uh, or no Grammys? Grammys is I. Right. Grammys is one of those songs to where Future kind of snapped a little bit harder than Drake. I feel, um, I feel like that's what he did with um, In Too Deep. Future definitely got in his bag. I don't know what the fuck happened with the and that's what and, that, and then there's another and thing. It's like there were two collabs, two songs here with, with him and Future. Future one yeah. where he was kind of very prominent and then he just let Future have it the rest of the right. way. And that was the one where I think Future kind of bodied him in that song. And it's just like, huh, this is weird. Normally Drake, even when he doesn't have that big of a presence on the song itself, like time-wise, still is a big presence. Um, but it wasn't the case. So it was just like, Two future collabs, both of them miss. Two Ross collabs, great. I don't know what it is. Him and Ross work very well together. Two of my favorite songs are with I, him I, and Ross. I fuck with Ross. I fuck with them working together, but for those two tracks that Rick Ross was on, mm -hmm. doesn't have longevity for me. 7 a.m. Bridal, Bridal Path is by far the best song on the album. The Kanye diss track, really? <laughs> yeah. I think, it's, I think it's a good track. It's it doesn't have longevity for me. Track. I'm not gonna be bumping this shit like that's in a, wild. way past past the year and shit. 
That's wild. The my beat frequency is nuts. Ross nine. doing what Ross does best, and then Drake showing up and rapping like he's supposed to. Not to mention you have Wheezy coming in at the end. You know this is where this wild. is the this is the oh no this, wait that might be the other one but yeah this is um this is that this is the point where it's like our right, our frequency frequencies differ mm-hmm. when it comes to something like me I I really fuck with my R and B I lo- I love my frequencies like. Real low sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Different vibes. Like my, my uppy. Yeah, you were about to say something. Uh, I, I was just curious. So you, you really fuck with R&B. What tracks on this album stood out to you as the best R&B tracks on the song? Because for me, this, he mixed, this he mixed, two. He mixed, he mixed them a lot. Like, like he, it goes back to what you were saying about like he doesn't his his rapping and his well, singing. Well, he said like, that he doesn't want he he like hold on I I, we were, I was talking to somebody about this and they quoted exactly what he has said. Okay. Um, love all is fire with Jay Z. Uh, I fucking love that shit. That he put himself in a box when he said he would never do a straight rap or R and B album because he was killing it in rap on uh, on this album for the most part. Yeah. So that was so he put himself in that box by saying that he'd never do a straight R&B or straight rap album. And I feel like Certified Lover Boy should have been a straight R&B album. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm okay with some hints of him rapping in there cuz there cuz he does it really well, but then there's songs to where you have like Little Baby on there. And I felt like that song, hearing what you and Little Baby really did good. before, Little Baby did no, no, did really great, but now it's like here's this, I'm stacking this up to this and it's just like well, this is worse than the first one that you did. What the fuck? I don't, I don't understand it. It seems like it's a huge backstep. But you know, um, but you know, no, no, yeah, R and B songs that you felt were were it for you. Um, I can tell you right now. Yep. Off rip. Mm-hmm. Race my race. Uh, race my mind. Agreed. That shit is. <laughs> That's that's Drake's like singing pocket, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I, I I immediately was like when I first heard that John, I was like, repeat, I gotta repeat this mm-hmm. a couple of times. Like I listened to that, Agreed. and then um definitely fuck with, I definitely fuck with um this is opinion. This is where I get into my opinion because a lot of this was a touch. This track was a touch and go for a lot of people. Where is it? Yeah, get along um better. Those are the only two R and B songs on this album that I feel are top tier. Like top tier. I feel like all the other tracks that he's singing and it's like mixed. You can't really say it was R and B or it was rap. It's just he just mixed it. The one with him and Kid Cudi is R and B, but it sucks. Yeah, I don't like that one yeah. at all. Like that yeah. was an immediate dub for me. The yeah. moment, the moment it came I on, was like, I was like, this should no. be better than like, like, cause, cause, cause we talked about collabs, right? Yeah. I feel as though Ty Dolla Signs. I've heard Ty Dolla Signs do rock music. I've heard Ty Dolla Signs do country music. Great out of the box ass nigga. But he knows his pockets though. That, but that's what I'm saying. And for him, and he's not just he's not just a musician. He's not just like a singer R and B. He's he raps. He writes. He produces. Makes be- all of it. He is a great person to have in that pocket. Now, if it was, if we could just replace uh, Drake, we, if we could just replace Twenty One Savage. With uh, Ty Dolla Signs here, I, that was a Twenty One Savage beat. If we could replace uh, Drake and Future in Too Deep, if we could just replace Future with uh, Ty Dolla Signs, I feel like the song would be better. Um, Not in Too Deep, especially um, Future's verse. 
that that was his lane. Like that's why. Like I know. Like I know. Like Ty Dolla Sign has a sound. Everybody on his album has a sound. So I know what tracks that you're talking about that they, mm. they didn't really mesh well. Like the Twenty One Savage track that he did. I'm like that sounds like a Twenty One Savage track that he mm. would do. Does it work well with what you're trying to do for the album? Fuck no. I feel like that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's but that's what I mean by he he went he made a lot of wrong choices with his collabs, and it's just like. Understand that people are coming to this album to hear you, not them. At least, I, yo, just for the record, at least. Because on Kanye's album, niggas got dubbed. <laughs> that was supposed to be on the album. Soulja Boy was supposed to be on the album, dub. Chris was supposed to be on the album, dub. And then we just recently found out Audrey 3000 was supposed to be on the album. Oh, that, that's dub. unfortunate. That is, <laughs> he that dubbed is a lot of people after he told them, yo, you're going to be on the album. I need you at first. And then do it. Um, let's go, let, let's talk about Love All real quick, because that's a nice balance between just, well, he's not singing on that, but it's a nice, like, Which mellow, one? I'm sorry. nice balance. Love All, featuring Jay-Z. Love All. Five. Track five. Wait, I felt, you? oh. Oh, um, did you listen to the album in full? Yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Twice. Okay, twice. I'm just saying, no, that's what I'm saying, nothing stuck out to me. I'm literally saying, I've, I've been sitting here. Well, more than twice, cause I've been I've been just dissecting, and I'm just like, damn, is there really no song on here that makes me feel the way that Thirty for Thirty made me feel? The Are the you? remorse was kind of cool, but it's like Do Not Disturb was better. I fuck with, and it's just I like fuck, I fuck with um the remorse. So you telling me, Fair Trade, that was not it for you. Fair Trade was, Fair Trade. If there was a single I had to pick off of the album, Fair Trade would be the single off the album. Fair trade. Featuring featuring um Travis Scott. That shit was fire. I would have preferred it without Travis, but Travis does his own spin on it. I fuck with it, but Fair Trade was fire. Everything he talks about mm. in that track is everything that I literally talk about and you sometimes talk about like over the years. Like with friends and losing friends and be and finding a lot more peace. There was a line in here that I really liked was I'm losing more friends but finding yeah, peace, peace of mind. mind. Yeah. I guess that's a fair yeah. yeah. Like I that I fuck with like don't get me he's again killing it as far as rapping goes. And it's and, and again, here's my biggest problem with this is the way he went about it. Stop you shouldn't have delayed this. There should have been no delay. This should have been dropped when you first originally had it to be dropped. Or this should have been dropped when you didn't say shit. If he had dropped it like he dropped Care Package, or if he had dropped it like he dropped Dark Lane Demo Tapes, I don't think there would be any debate on whether or not this was just a good project. But the fact that you overhyped it, that not in, in, and in a sense, not even him overhyping it. I feel as though, because video game companies do this too, movie companies do this as well. Stop delaying your shit because it's just gonna build up more anticipation for people, and when they hear it, it's just gonna let them down. I mean, he only delayed it because he was injured and he had to recover because he has to promote the album too. Right. He can't do that if he's fucking in recovery. You know what I'm saying? Well, plus in, he added more that tracks sense, after. Donda I wouldn't came even. Out. I wouldn't have even. I would have said certified lover boy canceled or something like that. Like don't. Cause, cause literally, and again, it's out of his control. I'm not blaming him for this. In a sense, I'm just saying, shut the fuck up about it. Because if you keep saying, "Oh, Certified Lover Boy is being this, that, and the third, people are like, "Oh, I'm getting hyped. I can't wait to hear like an amazing track." There's no track on here so, that's so, like, and, um, "Yo." Yeah. So, so he talks a little about 
politics, and I believe I think it's in the remorse or um, it was either in remorse or no, not knife kill. Oh yeah, no, 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 no friends in the industry. Mm. I think he yeah he talks about like politics and music. It's not only him that's no, like... No, remor- remorse is good. I'm just saying... No, no, I'm talking about what you're talking about what? with, like, delaying. He talks oh. about that in those tracks. Like, he mentions in... Mentions, like, it's politics. You got to understand, artists don't have full, oh, I could drop this tomorrow type right. thing. There's a lot of niggas... That have entire catalogs, but we don't know shit about what those songs look like. You see right. what I'm saying? But you're telling me Certified Lover Boy, and you're saying, oh, this is going to be the... You're giving me... R&B vibes. You're promoting R&B vibes and I get this and your R&B isn't as prominent as your rap shit. It's like the album just feels like it's all over the place. So, and I, I remember why because I was just listening to Fair Play. I'm listening to Fair Play right now and I'm just like why did I not like this? And Travis Scott comes in and it completely fucks up my vibe. That's what I'm saying. It could have so, been better without Travis. That's what, but and I again, fuck with I said it, it again. Travis, he though. made a lot of wrong choices with his collabs. I think the bar. I think the bar for um, Drake was just way too high for some people. And that's his fault. That's why I don't. I don't want to say it's his fault or it's not. That's subject. It's the same reason point. why LeBron gets so judged so critically. LeBron sat down at a conference table with cameras in front of him and said, "I believe that I am the best player in the NBA." So of course, Drake is the best. So that's that's what I'm saying. If you're claiming that title, people are going to be extremely critical of you. All right. So I want I want that same thing I told my boy and same thing I told you off air. I want that same energy when Kendrick drops. Cool. I want that same energy when Rihanna finally fucking come out of whatever. I'm going to be the most critical of Rihanna's new project. Right. And I'm expecting some crazy shit because Rihanna's out of the box on her shit. James Joint is a hella psychedelic. Uh, hippie in, in inspired type of uh, beat, very jazzy, very funky. It's dope. I love it. And it's a great song. She's not really saying too much. It's just a whole vibe. I like that song a lot. It's cool as hell. And it's I feel like it's a huge departure from what I'm I'm used to her doing. So of course, if on her new album, if she if we ever do get it, I don't think we're gonna get it. Um, if we ever do get it, then you know I'll be hella critical. But it's just like. You shouldn't have delayed this. This should have been a project that you had dropped annually like you normally drop everything else. I don't... Like, you you telling me that it's politics? Bullshit. You constantly tell me how you're at war against the norms. Why are you conforming to this norm? You're over here going to Grammy billboards, collecting 13 nominations. Like, yo, I just gave out Grammys. Or, 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 I, like, these, this shit doesn't mean shit. What matters is the people who fuck with you most. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you go and do some shit like this. Nah. Because then you're starting to seem like a hypocrite. If you want to tell me that the reason you delayed this was politics. Nah. Drop that no, shit. it's not only because that. There's a lot. Yo, listen, man. I, I'm new to the music industry side. And just going through the bullshit. Yo, the single that my artist has out right now. You know mm-hmm. how much fucking bullshit nigga had to go through to just drop that motherfucking single? That dude finished that track three years ago. It's old to me, but it's new to everybody else. But then right again, now. is it his money? Huh? Is it his money that yes. he's spending? He's independent. He's spending his own fucking money. This dude is fully independent. This dude's indep- This dude is. I don't want to say he. Well, at the time he was independent. No, now he's not independent. But then he a doesn't lot have. The, he can't make those choices anymore. Because then you're relying on somebody else's money. Therefore, they have more say. It's his money. But Drake is not signed to nobody. He can Drake, make those Drake, fucking calls. Drake still, I believe, his rights. Um, 
I don't want to get it wrong. That's what I'm pulling out right now. Um, who's this under? OVO and Republic Records. Yeah. That nigga still got to answer to somebody. <laughs> Republic Records? Yeah. You still got to answer to a chain of motherfuckers. And also, still in that sense, let me put it this way. The main thing that I'm going for is, based off who Drake is, Republic Records isn't going to fucking shelf Drake. They're not going to shelf him, but they're going to... He gonna... can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. There's no... Re- like, so many people know who he is that aren't even from the States. People know who his music is. Yeah, he's internationally known. It's kind of like... the like I like comparing him to LeBron because LeBron is the best in his field, right? Yep. And so it's like, they're not going to bench LeBron. You feel me? It's in the... Like, he could do some wild shit. He gets away with a lot of wild shit. That, that should have been... They, that should definitely never, be called. They'll never... They'll never, like you said, they'll never bench LeBron. They'll never bench Drake. But they will prolong if they need to for whatever reason. And not every... and He's done this understand. before where he dropped... Uh, what is it? If you're reading this, is too late. As a mixtape when he was still signed under Baby. And then later after his contract was up, dropped it as an album. If you want to make a statement, drop that shit as a mixtape. He's done wild shit before. He's known for breaking norms. So this conforming shit? Bullshit. I feel like is I don't think he's conforming because I think we're just pondering over. No, him claiming that he's conforming, like oh, I have to follow these rules. That's the reason that it was bullshit, nigga. You don't follow rules. I'm a, on that on that note. I'm gonna leave that be because I'm I'm still learning about the music industry, so I can't really talk upon some shit. And we don't know his behind the scenes situations for whatever cause. I I def I one thing I definitely know for a fact. This whole playlist is mm. up to him. So yes, there was some things that he did on the playlist that he that signed he, off on that he shouldn't that he have signed, signed off on. That he shouldn't have signed off on. Overall, it's but just these a are very, niggas he fucks with too. So. Uh, let me say this: it's not a bad album, right? It's not one of his best. Possibly one of his not one of his worst because I feel like so what's far his gone bottom too. Yeah, what's his so bottom far two? gone for sure? And then it's kind of a toss up between. Kind of a toss up between more life and uh Oh definitely for me it's more life and fucking views, bottom two. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like a it's like a it's like a toss up between more life and views, I think. Cause I, I if you're uh nothing was the same. Number one, mm-hmm. if you're reading this is too late, uh number two for sure. Number three, I'm uh messing with um Scorpio. I like Scorpio. Scorpio's I feel is a better product Scorpion? than views. Uh, yeah. Or Scorpion, yeah. Scorpion. Um, I think Scorpion is number two for me. Um I'm saying thing with Scorpion you is better than if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, Wild. Cause the same Running you, through the, the six same, with my woes? Nigga, there was like probably three tracks on there that I was yeah, like, but you're big bugging. You're telling me energy? I got I energy. Three, got a I lot of three Okay, tracks. so and then legend. Energy, legend, and woes. Jungle. It was a hit and miss for me, but I fucked with it though. It's not on my playlist. That's you see, why, I think longevity that's, wise. That's why. Hold on, hold on. It's hold not on. on my playlist. Jungle's fire. You're telling me. It's not uh, on my playlist. You're telling me uh, uh, lonely with where he has the track with uh, not lonely. What's it called? Uh, the one with party Wednesday. There it is. Because I was thinking about Tuesday. I didn't fuck with. I didn't. You fuck don't with fuck Wednesday. with Wednesday. Used to. They don't let me like they used to. Man. Yeah. Oh my god. But I'm. You see, like. 
like I said, the difference between me and other people, like I'm thinking about PM in New York? Longevity. That shit didn't have longevity. Company with Travis Scott. Nigga, you still had to pull up the fucking album. That's my point. You had to pull because it up. Because there are the so many tra- good no, songs. No, no, there's so many good songs, but this there's, there's tracks that like obviously stuck out to you, like Energy, Legends, um, Walls, and then um There's six songs that stuck out to me because I, yeah, like, yeah, I, I called out I called out I called out Jungle, yep. Legend, Energy, Woes, uh the one I didn't know the name of it, but I knew the song was with Party that he did, and it was like and I kept thinking Tuesday, but it's called Wednesday. Um, there was another track that um no oh, that was back when Party first came out. Yeah, I fuck with that one still. That has longevity. And then there's um and then there's uh well Woz is just called Know Yourself. Yep. But uh and then No Telling ain't No Telling crazy song, um, but yeah so six, but there are songs that are just like good but forgettable. I'll say that. But this you. is a but the way I look at Drake albums is if I'm on a road trip. What album can I listen to possibly on repeat? For me right now, it would definitely be Certified Lover Boy. That's why. As a whole ensemble, obviously there's tracks that I would just prefer not to be on there. Because for me, it's just a nice collective album. But it's an opinion. Again, you know? not a bad okay. album. Not consider, I'm not considering one of his worst. It's just not the project that he projected it to be. And I think that's the... I don't want to say problem, but I think that's where the difficulty is at. If I said I'm gonna drop the most fire shit ever, mm-hmm. and then it, everybody's already thinking like I feel about to drop some crazy shit, and then to y'all it might not be what I'm looking shit, for. Me, I'm not looking good. for you to be better, right? Because because what I'm looking for you is to improve. I, not not like it's not supposed to be like better than your yeah, previous work, part, yeah. but at least on level with that. that. Is this album even close to being on par with Views, since you tout Views up there? I didn't say Views is up there. I said what? bottom two. Oh, bottom two. Yeah, what what was like, the one you said? You, oh, Scorpio. Is this as good Scor- as Scorpio? Scorpion, Scorpion? Definitely, I think, by one point, <laughs> one point, it's better than Scorpion. That's wild. I still listen. There's like, there's I still least, listen to Scorpion. I still yeah, listen to Scorpion. I do too. There's but, tons of songs on there. <laughs> Uh, one of, some of my favorites. Uh, fucking uh, can't take a joke. By far one of my favorite. Blue tent. Um, I love. Uh, I love peaking. I love summer games. Two really good R and B songs that I think he did really good. Jaded. <sighs> Crazy right. finesse. Finesse. Oh my god, I love Ratchet Happy Birthday. I wish that was a popular Ratchet uh, birthday song, song for people. Nice for what? Come on. Yep. Uh, in my feelings, you might hate it, but you might. You know what I mean. I like the joint with Michael Jackson. Nice R and B little song yep. in there. Michael Jackson probably wouldn't have liked it. Not gonna, mm-hmm. not gonna hold you. <laughs> After Dark, nice. Not really my forte. Not my key. Uh, I feel like he was trying to play around with that shit. Like yeah. he's trying to test him. March fourteenth, opening up hit to that that side that I love to see him opening up, giving me an insight. And now it's an insight on being a father. That shit's cool as hell. Thank you. Um, All right, so let me say, you know, since you there's brought, uh, way more songs on here that I like. Honestly, there's not a lot of skips on this shit. Maybe nonstop. I can't remember if nonstop is, is that one that I really don't good. like. Um, I I can fuck with survival. Elevate might be. I might be confixing, confusing nonstop. Elevate with was elevate. mediocre to me. Yeah, elevate but doesn't I still really fuck with it. It's just mediocre. I'm emotionless. Like, eh. I like it because he's talking about you know uh, bitches. And then he and he gives us that I wasn't hiding the world from my, I wasn't hiding my kid from the world I was hiding the world from my kid he gives me that classic line can't be bad at that one yo this album this album definitely has a lot of captions that would definitely ten out of ten is trash same thing with mob ties ten out 
10 out of 10. Yep. I think Mob Ties is fire. Sandra's Rose opinions. is good. Can't take a joke. Talk Up with Jay-Z was okay. Is There More is... Eh. And then we get into the second half of the album, which is the R&B album, which yep. I'm just in love with. Yeah, that, that, that second but, half, yeah. But, that's, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's songs that we that, that I am in agreement with you that it's just a really good song. Mm-hmm. But then here's tons of conflict, and it's just like, that's not what I'm used to you producing. And there's no way in any world... That I think, well, you know what? In some, I can't say that because I, I, I think I'm just talking from a place of somebody who really loves Drake, loves his music. Started listening to him when I was 16, working at a job. Somebody told me listen to this song, and it was brand new by Drake. And I was yeah, like, that was my oh, first this shit is lit. Yeah. And then just being a fan ever since, watching him go from the highs and lows, and it's just been like, okay, I, I've seen damn near almost everything that you put out. I've seen that country music song that you put out that nobody knows about. I think it was like Orange County or Orange something. I forget. I remember that shit. I and and people didn't like it, but doing? I was like, yo, this is dope. He's, he's branching out. And I love that shit. You know what I mean? And then it's just like, for this, with all the hype behind it, all the anticipation. I think that's what kills it for some people that the people that definitely don't like it. It was way too hyped. And then when it came out, it was a no-no. Uh, for them, and again, but that's he has bar. he has no he has no control over that, and that's but that but like there's like things that you can't control like you know I look at a tsunami coming my way I'm not gonna be like, well I I can't I can't stop it so you know I guess we're just gonna just let it come through and and, cra- and crash out of the way no I'm gonna take I'm just like I'm gonna just let it do what it do no we're gonna take precautions we're gonna get people out of the way I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that the tsunami I'm putting up like little barricades I'm putting up uh, we're digging ditches we're trying to get the water out as quickly as possible like fuck letting hype build up like that there's shit you can do to to like yeah it's out of your control you can't control people getting hyped up about it but there's steps that you can take to to possibly minimize any type of like overhyping of your album. I mean, he leaked certain tracks. <laughs> over and that's a, that's a, that's another thing that really pissed me off. What was that little freestyle shit snippet that you gave me with fucking lemon pepper freestyle? Like none of that was here. That was off of a four piece track list that he he just dropped. Right, and it was in, it, it literally he was giving us a taste Scary of what hours, would, yeah. he was giving us a taste of what would be on certified loverboard. His words. Not the same energy. Those were literally different energies coming across. And I'm like, bro, this, this does not translate at all. This is too... I, if, if it was more of Scary Hour on this album, it'd be a better album. Because at least your collabs there weren't necessarily the best, but they were better. You made the right choice by bringing Ross back. Him and Ross work really well. I mean, they together. have an album. Yeah, coming. I can't song. wait for that shit. I want him to do more collabs with people who compliment him. Rick Ross is for sure. Ty Dolla Size for sure. Party Next Door for sure. Chris Brown... Chris Brown, yeah, no guns. He has another track with Chris it was, Brown it was like, on demo tapes, but it was like one hit. song that really worked for them together. And I the think, one on Darkland demo tapes I think is not good. I, I didn't say it was good. I okay. said he that didn't play out so well. But um, no oh, guidance, okay. no guidance was like I think a, a sample of the fire shit that they could do together. They had they just squashed beef when they came out with that track. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure like they have like a cop more. I think they have a couple more tracks together that just not eh, nah, probably gonna that, drop. That aren't the, that's probably a reason that they're never gonna drop. Why? Because they're probably not good. I don't think they mesh well together. 
I think they mesh well together. It just depends. Because you see Drake took over on that. I feel like the times Chris should step up on tracks, he doesn't. And then when he does step up on tracks, he stamp, he kind of like stomps on the other fucking person on there. Okay. And then this, like, same thing with No Guidance. Like, I felt like he was supposed to step up on that. Nope. He was like, nah. Drake, do your thing. And then Drake was like, all right, I'm going to fuck this up. Do what you do. I'm going to fuck this up. But I think if it, if it, the beat, the vibes, and what they both contribute on mm-hmm. the tracks will kind of determine, at least for me, it will deter, it will determine if the track's going to be good or not. Also, I know it's not a fucking hit or miss like Future. I was surprised. I was like, oh, because, cause, um, not um into deep come comes on before the other tracks. So I was like, oh, I heard into deep. I fucking fell in love with it. I said, oh, this vibe. This is not. This is not a mess. Also, him and Lil Durk need to stop making music together too. Why Lil Durk? That verse Lil Durk did was superb. that was another bad decision that he made on collab wise. That's an opinion, man. You see, notice that every time I say something's good or bad, I say it's my opinion. Yeah. You just like. Making this statement like bold statement like yes. oh, this is definitely I'm, I'm confident in making those statements. Yes, I mean, do you have hit selling records? Nope. <laughs> I like to think that I'm a very generic person. Generic. Uh, and that you know, I'm waiting. For, I'm still waiting for your of, album. I'm still waiting for your album to drop. I'll probably so never, we could so I'll we probably, could I'll probably never drop a, a solo album. <laughs> a solo album. What? Why? My main project. My main goal in life. Well, not main goal in life, but one of the biggest goals in life for me would be to be able to do a song with Drake. So excuse me if I'm very critical of that Drake's I, music. I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm not gonna be sitting there gawking at on uh, Drake's verse. I'm mm. gonna be gawking at your fucking verse because you gotta live up to a lot. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because you're plan- on a collab with Drake. I plan on um pulling a smiley. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh! Uh, he said a lot of such shit. I, I deleted that track off my list the other day. <laughs> I, I, I was like listening to it after the fucking 15 million time. I was like. The booty. You know, oh, what I, I, you know what I want Drake to do? I want him to hold other people that are on his projects to the standards that he holds himself on whenever he's on somebody else's song. Because whenever he's on somebody else's song, it goes crazy. When he did, he did, he did the, the song with Travis Scott. Sickle mode. Sickle mode. He did Look Alive. Um, what's another great one where he's featured on? Uh, no, no guy that still st- stands the test of time. Is that me. is that Chris Brown's song? That is Chris Brown's song. But he um, killed it on No Guidance. God damn, yeah, I thought that was maybe his. Nope. But um, and the same thing with the Migos. The Migos. Um, him on Migos is fucking nuts. Once again. Once again, I feel like that was his track, and then he was like, I'm not using it. No. Go ahead and put it. Yes, it was, because he had no. a whole, what, three, four fucking minutes to himself, and then Amigos was like, let me put a 30-second verse on that bitch per, per Amigo. Like, yo, go ahead. Like, yo, yeah, go ahead. He's like, Drake, you got to have this one. Nah. That, that was a Drake track. That nigga clearly gave it to them, was like, hey, I'm not using this shit on my album, or it's going to stay in the vault. If y'all want to take this shit and put it on your shit, oh, fuck yes. Nigga, this is fire. Let me bite that. I felt like that's how the conversation went, because that's how that track felt. Because I was like, dude, Drake still? Oh, my gosh. I didn't, I, I didn't, I forgot it was Amigos track until the Amigos came in at the last bit. I was like, oh, minute 30 seconds left, and they're just now hopping in. 
Interesting. And I didn't even think Culture 3 was that crazy. But that's another conversation for another time. But um, Certified Lover Boy is uh, a 5 a.m. midnight, late night, in your feelings night album. I'll definitely be bumping that shit longevity-wise, man. I still I still listen to... Uh, faintly, I still listen to um, uh, his first album. I forgot what it was called. Uh, Thank Me Later? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Well, I'm... Just, just want to give you a list of, of some of the songs that he's, he's featured in. So, um, okay. he, he, he has uh, Money to Blow, which is funny because I felt like that was his song, but I guess it's right, a Birdman song. song. Um, but, no, that's a great one. Right. Say Something with uh, Justin Timberlake. Uh, 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 Wait, he has a John with Justin Timberlake? Yeah. I'm going to need you to say something, baby. Oh, yeah. okay. That's oh, yeah, Justin yeah, yeah, Timberlake's. Yeah, 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 I forgot. I, forgot. I mean, no, not Timberlake. Uh, Timberland. 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 I was like, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Timberland song. Um, then you got I Invented Sex with Trey Songs. Really yeah. great feature. Um, uh, right Above It, Lil Wayne song. Uh, Aston Martin music on Rick Ross. What Up with Pimp C. Um, why is it doing that? Um, moment for life with Nikki, which is really good. Oh, what's my name with Rihanna? Oh yeah, that that's still I still bump that shit. Uh, unusual, uh, Trey Song song. Mm-hmm. Popping bottles, Ti. I'm on one with Rick Rock. Uh, with uh, DJ Khaled's, I'm on one. She will. Uh, I've never heard it's good. I probably have heard it's good, but I, I just can't remember. No lie on two chains. Amen with him featuring Meek Mills. Rico him featuring Meek Mills. Uh, Dice Pineapples was really good. Dice Pineapples, yeah. For... The Zone, uh, with the Weekend. I'm not sure if you remember that one. Yeah. Uh, fucking problem. ASAP Rocky. Uh, Poetic Justice. Gotta love that one. I mean, the um, list goes on and on. You could go on forever. Long as my on. bitches love me with uh, Future, Eminem, and I'm sorry, Future and Lil Wayne and Drake. Right. Like, what I'm saying is, every time you, uh, who do you love with him and YG? That's a great one. Yeah, that was a good one. But, but what I'm saying is, I see him on these features. Hey, body. Killing it. Hold these rappers that you put on your project to the same standard. This is why he don't have Especially no, when it's your album. This is, this is why he probably just don't have no industry friends because he has to be scary when it comes to these niggas and their person. But you can't tell me that... Like, like it's so crazy because there are artists who stand toe-to-toe with him. That Not in the sense of like, you know, success or anything crazy like that, but like hold their own on a track with him. Right. Him and Kendrick do great. Love it. Him and J. Cole. I don't know why they got beef. Allegedly, it's 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 like a it's like a, a it's like social media made beef. People oh, just okay. yeah. right, and cool. then also Kendrick's verse on Control was Retarded. pretty pretty self explanatory for his beef with everybody. It's all love, but you know he trying to murder you niggas. Right. Um, and then also him and him and J Cole, Jodeci back. Gotta love that one. That's a great one. Um, I love the tracks where he's on. I love him on Beyonce tracks. Does really good. Um, and it's just like, it's just like, I hear music from you. I know your pull. I know who you can and can't get. Mm-hmm. 
Why are you choosing these people that you're choosing? Those are people he fuck with, I guess. He, I, I, I don't know. I'm a lot of bad choices. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, man. I'm not. I don't put too much emphasis on on the albums. Because if that was the case, I held Kanye West to a fucking higher standard. Are we not was. supposed to judge artists off their off their albums? Huh? Are we not supposed to judge artists off their albums? Wait In what minute. sense? Like this is when you put forth an album or a body of work. I'm saying that this is like this is your best. Like you're taking time out of your, your these are songs that you selected, not songs that somebody reached out and was like, I think you sound really good on this. Come 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 sing on this. Come rap on this. Come do this on this. Right. No, this is. I took time. I crafted this song, and now I'm gonna put it out. It's a piece of me. A piece of what I view as music. Facts. So um, yeah, we, we we could do that. That's why I I held Kanye West to a higher standard, and Kanye kind of disappointed me on that. But um, I'll say this: it's a hit or miss. You know, with some people, sometimes I guess I guess this is Drake's bad day <laughs> for some people because it was it was mixed. It's like I don't know. I feel like you should improve every album. You know. Yeah, but you, you you can only so let me let me stop making excuses. Cause but, um, you know who yeah. does, and I've talked about this person a ton of times because they are very much a model in which I would love to base a music career off of. Bruno Mars. Nothing but constant improvement every fucking but time. He, he he knows his lane though. It's like when you find your lane. Drake doesn't know what his lane is. I'm not saying that. I'm okay. just I'm. Everybody you're pointing out, it's the same thing with the acting shit, thespians. But um, you're, you're pointing out, the two people you pointed out thus far in that argument, it's like, they are so great in their pocket. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's imagine being your pocket, right? Uh-huh. The, thing, the number one thing you're fucking great at, and then you're always just sampling other shit and see if it goes with that thing, that number one thing you're great at. Mm-hmm. That's what Bruno Mars is doing. He's taking his... Love of classic music and all that shit, and seeing if I could infuse it with a little jazz, a little hip hop here and there, a little pop culture here, and boom, boom. And then somehow, every single time, the way he just sonically improves that, um, messes that shit together in the right way, it fucking is fire. It's like he Same knows, thing. you know, to put forth the things that he it, exactly that he's proud of, exactly, and then tie and not tie just throw sign. shit at the wall and just I don't hope think it that, sticks. Come on, man! I, I think you're I think you're really criticizing the album that freaking hard. But that, hey, that's just you. But um, same thing with Ty Dolla Sign. He's really like you said. He's a writer. That's why I think that artist Capella Capella Gray that I was telling mm-hmm. you about. He's gonna have longevity because he does that. He writes his own shit. He he produces. That out that um hit track he has out right now, I just found out he produced it. Mm. He engineered it. He wrote it all by himself. So and it, it became like this whole like, phenomenal thing. That's like rare. The biggest thing to be like a like a like a successful person in the music industry, to kinda of have it all, so to speak. Because if you are that person that's like, cause like Seven Streeter, I've mentioned her before. Yeah. So many hits. So many goddamn hits, mm-hmm. and then you can just choose whether or not you want to make a hit, you know, or or choose yeah for yourself. Like <laughs> choose when you want to go out, and then you'll go out and you'll have reached that modicum of success and be like, damn, I can yeah, go he, further he, if I want he, to. Uh, Capella Gray wrote a lot of Justin Bieber's hits too. Yeah, so it's like it's crazy that he's finally stepping out that's, from behind the scenes to, to coming up in front. Of that I, I feel like that's part for the course. The more you learn about the music industry, a lot of people. Uh, 
just choose not to continue go like the pursue that career path so to speak mm-hmm. if that makes any sense um do you, you like the dude from victorious you know that i forget what his name oh is. yeah i forgot it. the black guy he leon, writes a lot of chris brown it's shit. like leon thomas yeah i know who you're talking about he the third yeah, i did not know he wrote and still he got plays. hits he got hits a lot of hits that nigga comfortable and so it's like so so I I'm learning that that's like uh and also like I I showed you briefly what the Terrell show was. Yeah. Um but on there he has a lot of people who've like written hits that are like music and then you know they'll put out an album but they're not looking for like crazy glorious amounts of success. They're just like um they're just like, you know, doing stuff. But but uh yeah, it's it's just like they're they're like doing their own things being in their own box. Living their life. Hey man, I mean, this is this is my vibes. This is the boppy box, so I fucks with it. I can't complain for sure. But um, hey, we we'll agree to disagree. Uh, Kendrick, <laughs> buddy, <laughs> you have a lot of fat shoes to fill. Cause I want that same energy when he dropped. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Rihanna too, man. Cause Riri, Riri. That's super anticipated. Like her album is. Does Rihanna have a lot of features on her albums? I don't. Uh, not really. She probably yeah. tops it at five. I don't even think she she does features on her. Yeah, I can't. Is. I'm trying to remember if there's like any features on Auntie. Yeah, there's there's a there's, off the top of my head I could name five, but uh, five features on Auntie. I think there was five. It's wild. On Auntie, yeah, I think there was five. And that's the bare minimum. That's the yeah, that's the bare minimum for sure. Hmm. Yeah. So how many was there? There's one. There? There's one feature on There's there. There's one feature on there. Oh, I'm combining. Yeah. I'm Consideration. Combining. The first the first song on there is is as uh no no I'm sorry Drake Drake two I missed Drake sorry she put work on here. All right. So two. So two features. Two features. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't think she puts. That's what I'm like. I don't think she does. Which features is really like good because it goes back to the podcast we had with Chance. Like, I, and it goes back to what you just said too. Like, in the beginning of the conversation, the album should be mostly you, and then A presentation of yeah, what presentation, you bring to the fucking table. Yeah. So that plays a factor too, but um, I mean, yeah. it's not a bad album, ladies and gentlemen. It might sound like I'm saying it's a bad album. It's not a bad he, album. He's a very hard critic. It's a good I'm, album. It's just not. It's just not up to the standards of his other albums. Is all I'm saying. I, I it pales in comparison. I, I think he did what he always does on his albums. It's just the the features. I agree with you somewhat, somewhat, and I use that loosely. Um, that some of the features just did not work. You know what it reminded me of? Well, it reminded me of like DJ Khaled's album. Something nah, about Khaled. So, Khaled. Something about Khaled. Khaled felt like it wasn't finished. At least these tracks felt finished. They just didn't. Their placements just probably was a hit or miss. Khaled. I heard. I heard unmixed tracks. I'm. I'm telling you. His I'm, shit I'm, was I'm unmixed. Telling you. It's like yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just some sounds didn't mesh well together. Khaled. Don't do that. Don't do that to Drake, man. Khaled, Khaled. I'm not saying it's as bad as Khaled. I'm saying it's giving me those vibes. Certain songs gave me those vibes of just like, go back to the studio with this. Nigga, I'm not even Drake. If, if I was Drake right now, I would have I would have been kind of salted. Like, I'm like, that's an insult. Hey, man, take it how you Because the high quality, I and you you should know. You, you do music. Like, you should know like how a, a fucking sounding 
sound music sounds. But that's what I'm saying. It needs like, to sound like. It feels like you tried to put two different styles together and they just didn't mesh. Compared the, to Khaled, who just was like, "Yo, I don't think this track is done." I didn't say it. I didn't look again. <laughs> I want to say it gave me those vibes. I no, didn't no, say I, that. I it know you saying vibes, but I'm like, Khaled. Khaled was like clear like this nigga did not finish this shit. He was stuck on what the I'm deadline. Is songs on there gave said, me that you. vibe of like, "Hey, you need to take this shit back to the studio. This ain't it." Oh man! Um, Especially because like it's a whole like I'm used to you doing beat changes, but it but you 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 mix them in seamlessly. That beat change with Travis Scott was trash. Yeah, I'm agree to disagree, man. Right. You've been you've been you've been rubbing it. Right. <laughs> you've been rubbing it in too hey, hard. Man. But this is a judgment free zone, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. But um, before before we leave, cause um. Yeah, we really didn't get into too much of uh, topic topics because we wanted to dedicate this podcast to the Kanye. Yeah. Well, loosely. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> I will say this. I've been listening to more Kanye uh, from his other project. I haven't really listened to Donda, but I listened to his other project because there was one song that I saw on TikTok that somebody did called uh, I Thought About Killing You, Premeditated Murder. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then I gave it a listen and I was like... It just this isn't bad. This is ridiculous. I'm like, what he talking about? Like, the I mean, that's, talking about? I was like, oh shit. No, nah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of good points on that. It's just no, like, he is. He, yeah, you can't tell me that you never genius. thought about killing somebody that you loved. Nah, that's wild. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, and I and I'm saying that. Be, oh, because like that, like oh like yeah like yeah. I haven't yeah, met okay. anybody or yeah gotten to that point with somebody yet. So right. yeah, right. But um, and I don't think that's healthy to be there too. But um, I, no, that's, I never get there. So th- that somebody get that you're that in love with somebody that they frustrate you to the point to where you think about killing them. Yes, because it's like, why can't you just be the way I need you to be for my sake? It's a very selfish thought. Yeah, that's narcissism. Yeah, <laughs> narcissism. I don't know if that's narcissism. It's uh, it's very controlling. Narcissism is like you're just in love with yourself so much. But it's, um, yeah, it's a it's a partial. Obviously, there's a lot more things that need to play for it to be that full definition. But I could loosely say, with that word, it's kind of a narcissist a little bit. But okay, um, your vocabulary is more extensive than mine, so nah. you could correct me if anything. I'm not smart, people. I just know a lot. <laughs> um, what's the difference between being a smart person and knowing a lot? Ooh, so being a smart person is like, I love this because it's like a D&D re- reference because you have the intelligence stat and you have the wisdom stat. You have somebody who's wise and you have somebody who's intelligent. intelligent yep. If you're intelligent, you're intelligent, you know that tomato is a fruit. But if you're not a wise person or you know, or um, like intelligence is, you know a lot. So I know a lot. Being smart is wise, which is like, Knowing that you don't put a tomato in a fruit salad. (laughs) That's the the best comparison that I've got. Right. The best way to to simplify it is intelligence is knowing or knowing a lot is knowing that that a tomato is a fruit. Being smart or being wise is knowing not to put a tomato in a fruit salad. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Actually, that was a good example. That was a good example. Um, but before we leave, I had this uh, one 
topic question What's up? to hit you with. Hit me with it. So from remember when I mentioned that show, The Sweet Life, there's this girl on there that talks about um yo, she keeps on bringing up some wild shit. So this time instead of the, the apartment and a man should be paying the rent. Oh, this is that same girl? It's that same girl. Oh she just be talking. She, yo, she be talking some regular shit. So this time this gave her a platform, huh? Alright. She got a whole fucking blown platform. They need to give her her own show. Like she's that good. I don't know if we should do that, but uh, nah, she's that you good. said it's that good as in she's that good at drumming up wild statements. You're right. That's not something we should be praising. Uh, if we could praise Justin LeBoy with his toxicity, yeah, we could definitely let this girl get her sign. Definitely feels but, a little um, ass so, backwards. So yeah. in this situ in this situation, she brought up a point about. Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, she brought up a point where where she was interested in somebody in the friend group. Mm -hmm. She was she was interested in somebody in the friend group, and she got mad that her homegirl, her 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 good friend, mm -hmm. like put an end to that. Was like told dude to stay away from her and shit. So my question to you is, would you? Would you co-sign or deter one of your good female friends from possibly getting with one of your like brothers or somebody that you really cool that's you know in your friend circle? So there's like two sides to this, right? Because there's the selfish side. Like I know y'all aren't gonna work out. It's not that y'all are necessarily bad for each other, but I can just see. You just know, I know how y'all both are. Y'all yeah. are kind of yeah. He's not. I know what he's gonna put up with, and he's not gonna put up with the things that you want. And I don't want that dynamic too, because y'all are gonna fuck, and it's just gonna be weird. And I don't feel like being in between. So yeah, I deter there. And then there's the also the, well he ain't shit. Don't do that. You're gonna end up getting hurt. Oh, that's gonna even drive her even more after yeah. the conversation I had yesterday with with a friend. <laughs> Uh, there's that argument, and then the last one is just um, yeah. Go ahead, do it, because I feel like you guys would be a really great mix. I would. Those are like the three possible scenarios. I would obviously it would be based on scenario, but ultimately at the end of the day, I would. It, I would just give them the heads up, like so. If my female, you know, friend is interested in somebody in my friend group, I would determine not to. But I'm like, look, this is what you need to know about such and such. Choices yours. I told you what the fuck what it is. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I don't know who it is, cause I'm like, cause you gotta understand when you letting your friends hook up with other friends in your friend group, that's a possibility of a fuck up, and then and you, you losing them friends, right? You possibly losing the friends, or you gotta be, you gotta choose a side. So what do you want to do? So do you want to lose like, your friends, or do you just want to lie? I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna. I'm lying my man. ass off. Oh yeah, she See? got like fifty bodies, bro. Don't 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 mess with that. <laughs> so you want me to lie about you? I'm lying 100%. Especially if it's no good. Like, you could just tell it's not going to... Like, you can instantly look and just be like, nah. Like, it's like... um, So, like, when I was younger, um, my boy's girlfriend had a sister. And apparently, she's, like, off the wall. And I mean, probably at the time, looking back, if I could go back, I'd probably tell myself, yeah, no, nah, don't. You can't handle that. But somebody telling me I can't handle something was just like a nah. I want to. Yeah. They're like nah. Let me let me let me find out what she's about. You know what I mean? And so that was like kind of a situation that I can recall that being like, nah. Especially knowing who I am now compared to who I was back then. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely be in that category of she got fifty bodies, bro. Chill out. You don't want that. Or some, I'd be lying my ass off like nah, bro. She killed her last ex. You don't want that. No, I feel you. Like uh, my homegirl yesterday, like she is dealing with a known fuck fuck boy, mm -hmm. 
and and she knows she's doing a known known fuck boy, but yet she's like low key hoping that he'll come around and they could probably end up being together. And I was like, what no, the fuck? I was like, what the fuck going on? I was living a very delusional I life. I was like, bruh, this is crazy. Right, right. That this is what you're thinking. Right. Sure, he was about it. I was like, yo, that's that toxic shit, man. But, hey, you know, to that girl on that show and to, to my homegirl, yo, good luck with y'all. That's why I told her straight. I said, yo, you know that the nigga's a fuckboy and you still low-key, like, Considering, because she said I thought, and I, and to me, when you are thinking of a possibility of something with another individual, that's the same as fucking considering. So I'm like, yo, you gonna, I'm like, you gonna be on that shit? Then that's you on your own with that one. Be I'm like that. That's just because because what I'm learning too, what I'm learning too about myself, which is weird that I'm finding about it now, and I think it's me low key falling back into some old habits that I need to stay away from is because it is is like me getting in my feelings over shit that's like don't really need to get that much energy to or why are you overthinking it like that. Like I got I got a little tight over that shit yesterday when she was like, yeah, like I know he's a fuckboy and I'm only just fucking him. Mm-hmm. But if there was an opportunity for a relationship, I would wanna I thought of seeing, I was like, Nick, I gave, I gave that shit so much of my time <laughs> and it didn't need it. I was tight. I was yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm thinking to myself afterwards, I'm like, why am I? I need to calm down. Like, this is the shit I want to stay away from. Yeah. And I told her straight up, I said, I, I can't be around motherfuckers like you because this is making me go back to old shit. Like, now I'm giving energy to this situation as if I'm feeling you and I'm not. I'm not feeling you, and I don't want to give that energy. So right. I need to stay clear of people like you. And she she felt salty, like oh, like what's so bad about me? I'm like get messy emotionally. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> get messy. I was like, I, I'd be like, <laughs> yo, you're still daydreaming about things that can't happen. Like yo, grow up. You're not a kid no more. This isn't make believe. This isn't pretend. He's a fuckboy. Like you, like I wish there was a you're not that girl type of <laughs> you know what I mean like oh you think you can change him you're not that, not girl. that girl trust yeah. me trust me you're not that girl and, and and it goes back to the unreleased episode we had with Lance mm. where he's talking about um you know being a side dude and just doing this nigga is the definition of that like he knows he's a fuck boy he mm-hmm. plays into it he he knows the role. Yeah, he yeah. knows the role and she's still like he's like I understand that this is temporary I understand that you're only fucking with me because I look good or I have a good body or right. I know how to fuck. Yep. I'm not looking for anything else. I only fulfill one of those categories. I'm not going to fulfill the other. Yeah, just, yep. And she's like, eh, I, I want to think about it. And that really got me tight. And I was just like, yo, I need to fall back because this is ridiculous now. This is getting way too I think, crazy. no, no. The way you do that is you just, uh, you, you have to hit that with logic, right? And just ask her like, okay, so what about him do you like? Okay, what about him do you want to change? And then asked her, is like, are those realistic expectations? She can't even answer those fucking questions. That's why I said you're messy. Because well, you can't no, answer those questions. Those are simple questions to answer. What do you, what do you, no, what she do you can't. want? What do you want when a him woman, to do? When, a, when you ask a woman those simple questions uh-huh. about a person that they probably shouldn't be dealing with, and you ask those simple questions, you know what they're going to say? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yes, you're fucking messy. 
The, well, then that's... Well, not, I don't even know. It's more of a explaining it in a terms that they would know. Because clearly you know. Because there's something that you want from yeah, them. Yeah, obviously. So but they don't want to admit it. Yeah, no. And that's that's the thing. Is you just have to dive deeper and just get them to realize the stupidity and what they want. And then boom. Fair enough. You know? Shit. It's like beating somebody down to... You know, beating them into submission, so to speak. Ha. Huh. But people... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we wanted to dedicate... I wanted to get into his mindset with that. Because... We got a, we got a guest coming. We got another guest coming, but um, by the time you listen to this, this episode will be out before we release the next guest episode. Okay. So yeah, you know, we we got some surprises going. We just wanted to take a break off of you know the guests because we've been hitting them like back to back to back to back. So we kind of want to just you know get into these thoughts with just us because at the end of the day, it is the guy's corner. So. With that being said, take us out. Uh, hey, yeah, this has been uh, another exciting episode of The Guy's Corner. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, peace, love, and whatever. <laughs>